Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. This season three of Loudmouth Stereo. My name is Shan from She Gets a Pod. That is Greg from Young Black Unbothered. And we are here again for another year to be in your ear with what you need to hear. <laughs> Off the big head dome. Okay. Um, we back. Loudmouth Stereo is back. All right. Um, I just want to say a special thank you to the reviews on Apple Podcast app. So if you like the podcast on here, we appreciate it. Share it, tweet it. But if you like the podcast audio on your time, on your favorite podcast app, and it happens to be Apple, don't be afraid to drop a review. We are here to just play catch up, tell you a little bit about what's going on with pod news. Some side hustles for January, February, because, you know, this is a slow time, but we need money to pay for $10 packs of eggs, apparently. And we are going to talk about some must-do things for January, even though we almost done with this thing. January is going by super fast. And I just want to special shout out to the Capricorns. You know, you December, January to the 19th, people. All right, your time is almost up. Aquarius is on your ass, okay? Aquarius Hmm. season is upon us, January 20th to February 18th. And these are all the determined small group fin keepers, okay? Supportive friends, the ones that'll pull up with you. If they need a pull up with you, we appreciate them. And shout out to Good Pods. Loudmouth Stereo is still on Good Pods. So if you are listening on Good Pods, let us know. Drop a comment on Good Paws and we'll reach out. We appreciate you. We are still on Twitter. We are still on IG and we are on TikTok. So if you are a friend and you are following us on TikTok, let us know so we can follow back. But anyway, we here. Yes, we are. I missed y'all. Happy New Year and all that other good stuff. It Dang. feels like it's been a month full of Sundays, and it actually has, which is crazy, um, since we did the last show. Um, yeah. I, I, I forgot how to podcast, which was crazy, because um, we, we did the Zoom podcast, and I was like, it, it felt like a meeting. It didn't feel like mm-hmm. a, a podcast, which I'm completely into, but not into right now. So yeah. there's that. Um, so I, I guess we should forewarn uh, people that you know about our zoom situation before we even get into it because uh, y'all yeah. gonna get more enthusiasm for that for sure so i know shane yeah. about to tell y'all so let me tell you let me tell you about the surprise surprise <laughs> we took a month off of december that's why you ain't see us on here but we still on here but surprise going forward for this year we want to see and feel the feedback so much so that we are doing two episodes a month What's up? We are doing two episodes a month for the podcast. One episode will be on stereo on a Thursday. Earlier times, um, we're going to shoot for 8.30-ish. That's what we're going to shoot for for the Thursday. And the next show will be subscribers only. And Mm -hmm. it will be a visual of us on our own time 
on the podcast that you could catch on our YouTube channels. So if you don't subscribe on Red Circle to us, you won't get the second episode of the month. But if you do, you can get the audio and the visuals on YouTube. And it's going to be, you know, a little change, but I'm excited for it because y'all don't get to see us outside of these avatars for real. And Mm -hmm. I think it will give us um, more options for what we can talk about. What's up, Heaven? It could give us more options for what we could talk about on the podcast instead of it being just sidetracked or longer than it needs to be and we could just really be on point with it and maybe talk about some things we haven't talked about which is hard because we've been doing this for two seasons already this is the third season of Lime Out Stereo and we appreciate y'all for sticking through it but yeah that's the change that's I'm, the change no, I know for a fact I'm excited um, again I already told y'all like I do video calls now for damn near a living um, so I'm ready for it uh, Shan went and did the extra mile, went the extra mile. She got us nice little backgrounds and shit. So I am, I am Yay. on it. Got me, got me a nice little $119 webcam. Shout out to Logitech. Um, so it's in 4K. So you ain't gonna see me, you know, ugly, if if that makes sense. Because the <laughs> camera I had on the old MacBook ain't yeah. like that no more. It's a little bit different. They, they're gonna pretty fine me. And I was like, oh, this, this is nice. It's real cool. So I, I am excited. More importantly, I'm excited to pod with Shannon. Um, I just want to say this before we even get into the shits and giggles. Um, um, for people who might say like, okay, we took a month off. Like sometimes you need to reset. Sometimes you need to break. Uh, consistency has to be there. Um, but not everybody is created equal in certain spaces. Uh, now me working at the creative agency, I'm learning the era of my ways. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. learning about... Um, not just consistency, but like flow, uh, and mm. it's two completely different things. So when I say flow, it's like just figuring things out. I, I use the word, put it in the parking lot, maybe like 83 times this week. And the reason why is a lot of shit just needs to be parked. A lot of thoughts, a lot of things just can't always happen, but you have to at least go back to them. That leads me to looking at my notes from 2022, uh, in January, mm. 2022, I had a list of 109 like topics that I wanted to talk about um, between, yeah, j- just like on any given podcast. And the issue that I had with those is Shannon and I did like 80% of them. And mm. <laughs> the reason why is our what's flow up, is, uh, what's up? So my flow is a little bit different. Our flow is a little bit different. So sometimes we'll hit a topic and it's just that. Um, and a lot of people kind of like force their content and mm-hmm. I'm looking at things now from like an analytical like side, but that doesn't change how I felt about, you know, everything I've said about the podcast for other people. Obviously, consistency is there, flow is there, but a lot of listeners, I really hope that it works kind of like both ways where we can actually engage with them better. So when I say mm-hmm. flow, meaning like be a part of the conversation, that's why we're giving you avenues to actually speak and engage. Now, I'm sure people who listen to the podcast later on, they have their commentary, they have their thoughts. That's why you write the reviews. That's why you go and, you know, you leave comments. Maybe we can start somehow putting in, like, you know, voice messages. We'll get, like, a phone number so you guys can call in. And these are all things that I think are, like, good ideas. But for now, I would really hope to see people for these Zoom lives, especially even on stereo. You know, even though stereo is still trying to figure this shit out three years later. But 
again, that's not our fault. We would like to see y'all engage with us live because your engagement adds to the content. It adds to the flow. It adds to the podcast. It adds to the consistency of the show. So now while we're not doing four-hour episodes anymore, because, I mean, four hours is a lot of content. But that being said, I'm excited to see what 2023 is about. I have no other resolutions other than do shit gooder. Um, there was a guy who <laughs> jumped on our stereo. He jumped on our stereo uh, show last night, and he was like, yeah, I don't have a resolution. My resolution is just to do shit gooder. Now, is gooder a word? Absolutely not. But it sounds good. It I sound- just talked to girls about that shit today. I said, gooder is not a word. It's, it's not a word. But in 2023, make things what you want them to be. So if you want to be a more consistent person, follow the motto that the guy had. His name was Just a Guy on uh, Stereo. He said, do shit gooder. And we all said, you know what? That's going to be our resolution for 2023. So for podcasting, for, you know, Young Black and Bothered, she gets it. Loudmouth Stereo and every other podcast that we do. I'm hoping that we implore the term, do shit gooder. So hopefully you guys do the same thing. Mm. Gooder. I like that. I like that. How was your December and shit? Um, weird. It it was weird because honestly, it was just November. December didn't really happen. It it felt like after we got back from Thanksgiving, it was already like December 9th. And I was like, how the fuck did, like, what happened to that week between like the end of November and December? And that just didn't happen. Then, you know, I did luckily all, I did all of my Christmas shopping, luckily in November, because I lied to you not when I blinked and it was Christmas Eve. And we were hosting our Christmas Eve party. I was like, oh, this is different. Like, you know, I'm not expecting Christmas to flow like this. But I guess when you're like a parent, everything's kind of like a blur. And that's how it felt for me. And then um, for Christmas Eve, my man, uh, I'm sorry, not my mom, not my man, Jesus Christ. My (laughs) mom brought a man to the Christmas party. Now, she has not done this. Why you say like that? Because, um, (laughs) I'm the the more my mom and I talk, the more she opens up about things. But my mom was a little bit twisted. I think she was nervous, and she said something, and it kind of offended me. But I was like, I'm just let it be what it was. So yeah. she told she told us at the table before he got there. She was like, well, at the table because we were like in like a a venue, and there was like a table we set up with the drinks and stuff like that. So we're sitting there, and we're you know we took a shot, and she thought I wasn't listening, but she had said to my friends who were at the party and a couple other family members like, oh, you know, he better not fuck this up. You know, Greg, you, you know, typically ruins things. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how what? I'm like, damn, is she? And exactly. So, I, you know, this is a question I have to ask her on her birthday just to kind of ruin things again because, <laughs> you know, because I, I was kind of confused. Uh, basically, like, my mom, when she got divorced, it, it was a situation where she felt as though, like, it was somebody else's fault mm-hmm. when it, it was just you know, bad timing for their marriage. Um, I can be completely transparent. I just didn't really like the man that she was married to for a very long time. I could kind of like see right through him. But the older I got, the less I cared because I'm like, okay, if this is her choice, it's her option. Cool. Um, It was more of a, it became less of a like thing and it was more of a, like, you're not going anywhere. So I guess I just have to get along with you, which is completely fine. A lot of people do this all the time. Like the stepfathers that people were like, you know what? I can deal with them. I don't like them, but I'll deal with them as long as my mom is happy, right? Divorce happens and, you know, all that kind of dissolves. So when that happened on Christmas Eve, 
I told Jess, I was like, yo, I'm kind of offended about that. I thought about it for like an hour. And we're doing a Christmas party, and I get it like she's twisted. But my thing is, if you've been drinking, you say something like that, you might have meant that. So I told, you know, Jess, I'm going to eventually breach that topic. Because if that's how you really feel, then we need to discuss, like, your own personal dealings with your relationships, right? Because the same guy for the Christmas Eve party came to our brunch. So we did this year a little bit differently, which I'll never do again, by the way, which is have a Christmas Day brunch. So I tell black people the brunch starts at 11 o'clock. People start rolling in around 1. That's Come on, black I said. people. Yes. So now, mind you, I'm, I'm, I'm up and cooking and stuff like that. But it's hard to cook when people ain't there. So certain stuff, you're like, all right, I don't want this shit sitting out here for an hour. So I'm like, I'll make it closer than when more people show up. So 1, 1.30, people come around. And then when they show up late, they complain. My own grandmother's like, I'm ready to eat. I don't understand why the food's not ready. I was like, well, first and foremost, you got here about 35 minutes ago. So you can't be ready for shit. Then, you know, she brought her friend. And it was just a whole convoluted, like, thing, right? It all went off. It was, it was well, everything we had fun with with the brunch. But by 5 o'clock, I wanted motherfuckers gone. And the reason why is... Christmas was on a Sunday, right? I just honestly wanted people to just leave and go home. And then mm-hmm. I found out that I, I am truly coming into like my second or third form where when it comes to people, I can tolerate them for a certain period of time. And that extends to not even just my family, my wife's family, my friends, my peers. It's not that I don't love them. And I don't like spending time. I just have time limits now. I know people say, oh, yeah, you know, don't call me after 10 o'clock talking about leaving the house because I'm not leaving. I'm trying to be at home by 1030. Um, Last week was my last week at the job. So basically, I'm going in, you know, from December to January, but I'll get back to the end of December. So I basically went out to a happy hour with my coworkers, right? We went Uh at 530. I shit you not, I was ready to be home by 1030. Uh, my friend, my other friends that didn't work with me, they were like, Greg, you know, we on our way. I was like, nah, y'all stay home. I'm trying to be at home myself. I don't like going out, especially in D.C., because everything's expensive. To get from one location to the next, which is maybe like a four or five mile radius, is about $60, like, at night. Nobody wants to pay that anymore. So I just stay my black ass in the house. So there's that. Um, and finally, you know, when it comes to work, you know, for December, I put in my resignation on the 19th. I gave them three weeks of notice. Um, I'm personally waiting until midnight because I get probably the biggest check I will get as somebody leaving a job. Come to find out, since I left on the 19th, I was between not one but two pay periods. So I get two checks. I get my first quarter of the year leave because I worked in a job that had accrued time. They have to pay me for that. They also have to pay me for my rollover. I also have my insurance until the end of this month, which is, you know, obviously January. Very excited about this shit. Um, also, I'm excited to just, just pay my mortgage. But then the beautiful thing is, since it's happening, knock on wood, Friday the 13th, my first check for the new job is next week. So January 20th. Excited about that. So it's like I'm getting a check and then I'm getting another check. And it, it just makes me feel good. Um the reason why I decided to leave my job wasn't about the job, wasn't about the career. I just honestly started putting me first and started mm-hmm. to do things that I wanted to do. Um, reached out to a guy because he was talking in a thread about the layoffs on Twitter. And 
he was saying, oh, there's a job in D.C. for, you know, social media manager. And D.C. is not the biggest tech town is basically governments and stuff like that. But it's coming up because, you know, everybody wants to be in D.C. for some, you know, unknown reason. So I applied for the job. I messaged him. I asked him about the job saying I don't really have the knowledge that they want me to have, but I'm willing to be trained and everything. Fast forward. Mm-hmm. I've been at the job about four days and I love it. It's work that I like to do. It's work that I can honestly see myself doing for a very long time. Uh, and the one caveat that I can see is it's making me see social media a whole lot differently. So if my approach to things changes because of the lens that I'm in now, like before I saw things for what they were like, you know, just visually when you open up a social media thing. Now everything is gauged towards analytics for me. It's gauged towards how, you know, I engage with content, how people engage with content. Shan, I even downloaded for the first time in like nine years, Pinterest. Nobody uses Pinterest, but I downloaded it because I didn't realize that was an untapped market that roughly about 40% of podcast listeners actually use. Never knew this shit. Never knew people used Pinterest of all places. The place what that people just pretty much, for? You, you, I, I'm still trying to figure that out. We, we had a meeting on Wednesday and they were doing like, you know, infographics about content and where people gauge to according to age, you know, age ranges. Right. So obviously the, the 18 to 24 year old, 20, I'm sorry, 26 year olds, they use the top three, which are um, ironically Instagram, TikTok and Snapchat in the top three. Then you have 26 to like the 35 range. We use, weirdly enough, we have Facebook number one. Then we have Instagram. And then after we have Instagram, we have TikTok, which I I thought was a little bit crazy because I'm like, yo, where's Twitter? These companies, these brands, and more importantly, your your uh, messaging doesn't translate in Twitter anymore because Twitter is a, a conversational piece to a lot of people. It's not a place where they go and actually get their metrics. Uh, one of the brands that I work for, I now have to look at their analytics and shit. Their retweets are down, their engagement is down. And the reason why is a lot of brands see stuff completely different from how we see it. They see it as, oh yeah, people are looking at our views, they're looking, they're retweeting stuff like that. Shit that we thought was important 10, you know, 10 years ago when Twitter was like at its highest. But yeah. a lot of ads now are sitting on Twitter. Like sometimes I don't, I'll be in the middle of reading replies to tweets and I'll see ads there. And it confuses me because it'll like show the replies to the tweet and then it'll show an ad and then it'll just show other tweets that it happened. Like I'm back on the timeline. I never knew that shit happened, but that's apparently been happening for like two or three years now. But it's a reason why the engagement on Twitter is so down that people and brands and companies don't even look at Twitter for branding anymore. They're going for this visual content. They're going for this listening content. So when I asked about podcasts, specifically ad space and things like that, they're like, oh, like people are going and sharing this stuff on Pinterest. They're sharing their stuff on YouTube because of ad revenue and ad sense and stuff like that. But when it comes to Pinterest, it's one of those anomalies where I've never seen like anybody pull out their phone and Pinterest is on their home screen, or people are actually on Pinterest.com. And the reason for that is because Facebook allows you to automatically share to Pinterest, and even podcasts allow you to share your 
stuff through Pinterest and it gets traction. It gets traction because it pushes to all those other platforms. So say if you share to Facebook or to any meta app, so Instagram, Facebook, um, what's another one? Like WhatsApp, all of those are owned by there. But for some unknown reason, you can automatically share to Pinterest, which gets you more views because there's more people on Pinterest than there are on not Facebook. Uh, what's the other platform? Like uh, TikTok and Snapchat. So since it's like the biggest platform that nobody uses, there's more content to be there. So I don't know if we need to start a Pinterest. I would say not because I, I feel like that's white women's way of getting their creative ideas out. I, I don't think... <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's for us. When I say us, meaning like like black folks, like we we just don't go to Pinterest. But it's nice to have your stuff there. Um, yeah. TikTok is what they're doing, um, which you know I'll talk to Drake about this and I like our group chat and everything. Is they're archiving all of their content from TikTok to Pinterest in the event that TikTok ever goes down because it's all there and it's all in chronological order. So so you can put that, videos. Where, you can put videos yes. around. Uh, mm. Yes, you can put basically, <clears throat> excuse me, it's like, imagine like a blog, like, you know, when we used to have blog spot where you could put all your shit just there, like a, like a file cabinet of all your ideas, your thoughts, your shows, your videos, and your other content, you could push it there. So it's like a, a library for your content. So outside of your tweets, I don't think they allow you to do your tweets. Our YouTube videos, podcasts, our TikToks, our Instagram stories, all that stuff can be pushed to Pinterest, kind of like a file cabinet for everything you've ever done on Pinterest. So then when somebody asks you, you can say, hey, here's my Pinterest, and they can look at whatever like folder you give them, and they yeah. have all your content right there. Sounds dope. I'm just kind of like indifferent on it because that's just one more thing to learn and have to manage when we already have to manage so much especially in the social space, this audio space, it's already too much. But if it's automated, then I'm game. But all in all, that's been my December to January. I'm looking forward to the best day on planet Earth, which is February 1st. My birthday's coming up soon. I'm accepting cash apps, uh, and I'm not donating to OnlyFans. So I will leave that there. Shane, what about you? Um, I love it. And I knew you liked the job because everybody was in the chat like, Greg is quiet. And I know you would only be quiet for a good reason. If it was someone irritating you, you would be all up in the chats. But um, you wanted to change and you got the change. And I love the fact that you got a job that you actually enjoy. I haven't enjoyed a job since 2012, but here I am. Um, I am completely with you on figuring out a space where you can maximize your time especially as creators so after like what I've been researching today I'm going to give myself a challenge to do a hundred videos on YouTube because the way YouTube shorts are doing numbers and people are getting paid for it Yep. And my goal this year is to solely work for myself. And I'm just thinking, like, what would my life be like if I knew automatically I'm I'm doing 5K per month, never leaving mm-hmm. my house? Yep. And if that's possible and I'm this creative to be juggling five shows consistently, 
where not one podcaster can match me, I'm going to oh, do yeah. it. Absolutely. I'm going to do it. So that's my whole focus. So today I've been doing nothing but like YouTube banners for each of the episodes I want to do. Um, I'm not necessarily numbering it. I'm going to just post it as a video under Shannon Pods. Everything mm-hmm. regarding content, it doesn't have to be for one particular show or the other, is going up on the YouTube channel because I want people to know, like, no matter what your algorithm is, I'm going to be working. Yep. And if you would like to be seen in the spaces that I am in, whether it's TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter, or YouTube, or Stereo, you got to be at my pace or leave me mm-hmm. alone. Because I do not like working for other people who are lackluster. I do not like yes. fighting for my life every time I eat lunch and I got to work for people who just really get under my skin. It'd be, it'd be really hard. And I just feel like a lot of my frustration is from that. Mm-hmm. As far as like December, I enjoyed all of my days off that I took for no reason. Um, Christmas felt really forced. Mm-hmm. And I I think I'm at a point where I'm just like, just tell me one big thing that you really want and you'll get that for Christmas. Or can we just go somewhere else for Christmas? Because I was just like, oh, I'm so glad that's over. I'm going to give it two days and I'm going to put down this tree. Like, I was so over it, and this year is also the new man piece year. Uh Uh-oh. You want to tell the people about that? I'm a little bit familiar, but... I know. So, you know, Bale already challenged me, so Mm -hmm. I'm making it at a point to be out the house more. not be in the mix because I do not like being around people I don't like, but mm-hmm. just intentionally be in places to meet interesting people. Yeah. I'm going to try to do that. Um, still carrying my uh, pew pew. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, I'm just going to put in that effort because I'm just really bored with being on somebody else's clock and there's no need for me to be doing that with all this other shit that I be creating over here. So I'm really focused on, I want everybody regarding podcasting around me to grow. Um, The new uh, podcast book came out in December. So I'm good on that. So I'm not going to be doing any new books. It's just going to be really focused on visual content for me. And then if you go to shambipodden.com, you'll see other things if you need it. But I'm really just focused on visual content, uh, getting more uh, editorial, you know, oh, it's over here or she's over here or, you know, this person talked to her on this or she was on this video and collaborating more with podcasters who do not waste my time. Because December, I really um, dedicate that to collaborating with other podcasters and there was at least three of them who asked for my time and never showed up and was like oh can we schedule some for such i was like no like i don't want to give you my time anymore because i can't trust that you're gonna 
take my time seriously. Mm-hmm. So if I catch you on a live, maybe depending on the topic, I might hop in. And I think people have to keep that boundary with people who you know are just trying to yeah. latch on to you so they can be seen because they don't want to do the work. Yep. Um, I've, I've hinted without hinting on our show, um, the, the main show about, you know, the content. Um, there, there was, well, I say was, cause she's still here. Um, I'm giving her grace because, you know, she had a boyfriend, has a boyfriend, however that might work out. Uh, I don't know if they still date or not, but she's been ghosting the show, which is completely fine. Um, but when we start ghosting, ghosting, like floating the way that I plan on floating, um, like uh-huh. every Tuesday, like no matter what, like even if it's just a fucking 30 minute show, we needed like check in. Um, it was rough trying to check in for New Year. And then we had to talk about Christmas and we had to talk about Thanksgiving and we had to talk about whatever fucking holiday fell between that Kwanzaa, Hanukkah and all that other stupid shit. Um, I started the new year fresh. I was like, nah, we going to talk about recent shit. I wasn't talking about no news, nothing like that. Like just us. And the reason why it's like cadence and flow of the show. I just like to, you know, go that way now versus the old method of, oh, you know, we haven't podcast for a few weeks. Like, you know, this is, no, like what you and I do, it's so much better in my personal opinion. So I've just been kind of translating that to like the main show, but I've also told him like, yo, I'm like, booked and busy for a lot of shit um not just pod fam stuff not just our show and just like other stuff i'm like my brain it it's working in a different manner now i don't have to kind of be like tediously overthinking because i got work shit that i'm dealing with and then i have like like home stuff honestly i left work today at 4 30 and you know our job is really flexible they're like all right cool like you know if you want to do the rest of work at home just do the rest of the shit at home like i come in i go in the office two days a week they got unlimited pto all, all the the fancy shit that white people are trying to take back from us they gave me so i was like oh no you can't ever take this again like this is it <laughs> this is it so 4 30 i should you not i left i came home and i played with the baby i got home at like six and then i went and took a nap around like seven and I was up for the show. And the reason why is it's not just an obligation for me. It's, you know, a, a thing where I like to talk to my friend. I haven't talked to my friend in a while. Talking about you. I'm not talking about like them. The people who listen, y'all my friends too. I, I fuck with y'all. But it's a little bit different for Shannon now, right? But like time is costly to me. So mm-hmm. when it comes to content and podcasts and just everything in general, I want to do it better, but do it more efficiently. So if you can't get on brand or you can't get on code, I pretty much have to like leave you to the wayside. There's been people like, you know, oh, well, you know, I want, I always want to be a podcaster. I want to do a show with you. You seem so engaged. I'm like, yo, I'm not here to help you. Like, I can't do that shit no more. We've been doing that. I'm like, yo, go listen to the episode. We've done six of them. Like, <laughs> if you want to know how to start a podcast, the shit is so simple. Like, you, you just got to press record. You literally just go and do your thing that way. Um, yeah. For me, I'm not a coach because I don't get paid for the shit. Um, in a meeting to, you know, on Wednesday, I had to tell one of my like white coworkers, I was like, oh, like, you know, we got to be authentic, you know, when it comes to certain brands, like there's a lot of white people who are trying to tell, you know, the four black people on the call, like about like disenfranchised communities and why they should use a health app. I was like, bro, like nobody's no, like people who are disenfranchised and on snap and shit like that. The last thing they care about 
is being disenfranchised. And that's just me, like, knowing people who are on Snap. So I'm like, they act like people who are on Snap and, like, you know, like, assisted healthcare and life care, stuff like that. Like, they just living like bums. I'm like, y- y'all keep acting like it's just black and brown people. I'm like, honestly, the white population is is more homeless than us. Like, they are, like, living check to check more than us. But y'all keep putting this disenfranchisement on, like, black and brown people. So when it comes to tying this all in, when it comes to like podcasting and just like doing a social thing, I don't have a, a filter for bullshit anymore. So when it comes to like content, the shit that I'm putting out now, like it's going to be a hell of a lot different. Cause I've noticed that people can read through it, Shane, like the heavily edited, like TikToks, that shit was cute. <laughs> like during the pandemic, people don't live like that. 300. You know what? I will stop on TikTok. And we have What's to up? do a whole episode about TikTok X. <sighs> I really want this. Ooh, let's make a skit, but make it look like it's reality shit to yeah. stop. Yes. Yes. It's so corny. And it's just like, just because that worked for so-and-so doesn't mean you have to dedicate your whole page to being someone that you're not or or giving us something that you know you really don't want to do but because it's popular for right now you're hopping onto it like come i want more people to use these platforms to be original more people to use these platforms to make people think of some shit from a different window of life Mm -hmm. and because that's what it's for like I personally go on TikTok because I want to know what the fuck is going on in India on Third Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't go on there to see the same thing that I'm gonna see on Instagram. I don't go on there to see. Let me tell you, um, who's pregnant mm-hmm. to this celebrity, and I don't care. Yes. And people yes. who really dedicate their their life to reporting celebrity business that's nobody's business are really mm-hmm. fucking sad to me. Yep, and they don't have business of their own. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. To You know, right before the show, I'm looking, you know, I grab my phone. I'm like, let me just, you know, see what's going on in the world. Because um, I hadn't really checked any social media all day outside. I get a message. We got a message. I'm going to play it after you go. Yeah. So, basically, this happened. I'll be really quick. There was a dude. It's on Twitter now. Um, I'll share it in our group. Who is oversharing. And it reminded me of, like, for me, when I felt like, you know, I was doing too much content or just going out there just you know throwing shit at the wall to see what would stick right he mm-hmm. was you know talking about brazil and how women are you know easier to you know get in other countries now you and i we've talked about my trip to the dr and how i felt about that and everything okay. but now people are starting to overshare information that shouldn't be public mm-hmm. and they getting the backlash for this shit so home and i love it <laughs> Yeah, they're trying to like extradite this dude. I don't even know if he's in Brazil right now. Um, like they, they're you know, people like people in Brazil are looking for this dude because he's talking about like you know women cost ten to twenty dollars here, and I don't understand why men would date any women in the states and shit like that. You know, just overall like hateful behavior, right? But yeah, it, it dawned on me that th- obviously it's not newsworthy. I'm gonna talk about it on the show next week, but you know when it comes to him it's like bro you're oversharing hoping that your shit goes viral but it's gonna not go even, viral for all the wrong reason not even that pisses me off about that shit you're bragging on the fact that no girl has interest in you for real bingo bingo you will pay for a high ass round trip ticket just to go to yes. another country and find a prostitute 
to find Bingo. temporary interest in you and you're bragging about how cheap it is what's yeah. cheap is your fucking mindset what's cheap is the fact that you have no game and you would rather basically deal with someone who has low value in themselves because exactly. it's a reflection of what you see on a daily just to fuck with you and you should yeah. be embarrassed better than you posting this and trying to go viral for it and that's another fucking thing that i just cannot stand people have mm -hmm. no like uh kooks okay we're gonna dust off this 1943 word mm -hmm. when it comes to the internet and mm -hmm. my thing is like i don't care what platform you're on i know y'all don't read the privacy policy or what you're signing off for contract i know y'all don't y'all just update y'all phones and just keep it moving Yep. You post anything on these platforms, they have it to do whatever they want with it. And you can't say, oh, please stop being mean. When I post, you're yep. being mean about XYZ. You posted it up to be critiqued by people who exactly. do not know you, right? Yep. If, your room, if your room has trash in it and dirty clothes in it and dirty drawers in it and cups and shit and people mm -hmm. judge you for it, you deserve to be judged for it because yep. it's just like if you were expecting guests, would you have them walk over the trash in your house just to find somewhere to sit? No, you got to clean up. You got to prepare. Same thing for the Internet. Like, where is this generation's level of let me show you how I respect myself? I'll tell like, you they what, don't my, have it. My opinion real quick. I know, I know we got the voicemails is everything is considered content even if it's you being detrimental to you um one of my biggest fears is going live on a platform and like my like i have an envelope somewhere and somebody can recognize where i am like in my Zoom? address and shit like yeah like it's, it's shit like that for me and the reason why is we've come from an era where everybody feels like they have to like be somewhere and you know the era that was previously now it's like you have to show everybody everything you do. And I blame apps like Foursquare, because remember once upon a time, people used to go and check into places. They would say, oh, I'm at this restaurant and check in while they're there. And it's like, do you not know how fucking stalkers and people can like find you from that? So then when you see rappers and, you know, celebrities and stuff getting killed for going out to, you know, eat dinner with their spouse and shit because they posted it on Instagram, not everything need to be shared. Have some moments for you. I'm not saying you can't take these videos and take these photos. Take them and then share that shit later when you can actually edit it out and filter it. When people ask me, well, Greg, why is your Instagram locked? Because I have photos of family, friends, my kid, and honestly, my timeline is my daughter. I don't need somebody who used to follow me on Twitter who, you know, might be a podcast fan or something like that. Be like, oh, I'm going to just add Greg on there. Like, no, because then you end up having somebody, the moment they don't fuck with you, you know what they do? They start taking your you know, your media from there, your your private moments, and making that shit public. I'm telling you now, I would literally shoot the shit out of somebody for doing some shit like that. And I say that from the bottom of their heart. And the reason why, like, certain stuff has to be private, not because, like, the world doesn't need to see it. I'm like, no, certain people can see it, just everybody don't need to see it. There are a lot of people who just don't understand that and they feel like everything is content. On Clubhouse, they I've like completely gotten off of there and the reason why is i would go on there and listen to people argue for an hour 
and be like, oh yeah, well now you're content. Clip it. You're a content. I'm like, like how, these people aren't content. You don't know these people. They might live in Chicago. You might live in Florida. But you act like that's not a flight away. They can come find your ass. They they will literally get your ass clipped for doing stuff like that. And for the sake of content, like not everything is meant to be consumed. Some things need to be held back. You can actually have a life outside of the little square that you hold in your hand. It's disgusting. It's nasty work to me. I really wish that like even us as creators, like we know how to parse stuff that people should know versus stuff that people should know. I talk about my whole phases and, you know, the things I used to do. And shit, the things I do do, but you know what? There's no names attached to them. Notice none of my exes, no woman I've ever slept with was like, oh, Greg was disrespectful about it. It's like, no, a fact is a fact. We're not going to sit here and try to, you know, sh- you know, shop my fucking life to Tyler Perry. I'm like, hey, make a movie of it and make their <laughs> likeness. Um, like, certain shit is just not what it is. But people who, and I'll land by saying this, people who actually don't have an identity are trying to create their character as they're living it. And that shit is weird to me. It's like, yo, just be who you are, and I can guarantee you, you'll be a much better person instead of you doing what uh, Homeboy did from the the best man and trying to create this like this fictionalized character based on some real life shit. Because it'll get a lot of people hurt, and more importantly, like you'll end up losing value in your own life trying to create something that's fabricated. So that that's my personal opinion on it. My these messages. We got Mimi and Eva. That's definitely the goal, Sharon, you know, to make it on YouTube to transfer our content from audio to video and be making those numbers. You're right. Those YouTube shorts are no joke. And not just YouTube shorts, um, Instagram reels and TikToks as well. Yeah, that's a fact. What's up, guys? Um, I don't necessarily mind the gossip channels. I just need for it to be interesting. And I don't care about most gossip. Like, I really don't care what model a celebrity is sleeping with they're celebrities what are they gonna do with all that money um i'd be liking to hear like when they in cults and shit yeah let me let me let's pause right there for a second because this shit has been grinding my gears for at least three months and i don't speak on it because i was like i'm never gonna make a podcast about it it's never gonna be news but since she brought it up this shit really irks my nerves the blue face and krishan shit they are trying to make the like some somebody gonna get hurt out of that situation, like actually fucking hurt. And that like that shame... whole situation is sickening. We're a ba- we're yes. basically a crash with real people with real lives in slow motion. Exactly. Grab like they're grabbing shit from it, and they're basically financially supporting themselves with somebody's detriment. And is is wicked. Exactly. When you when I looked at like somebody showed like a, a blue and this is not news. So when I don't I don't do news on this show and I'm honestly not doing another one, but I just have to speak on it because ha- having like a sister who was cheerleading and you know seeing like Krishan and how she used to be and stuff like that versus like now the issue I have with not just that dynamic but people just doing shit just to do it for the the clicks and the views and stuff like that. It's not necessary. They saw that they were getting traction on like Hollywood Unlocked and stuff. And now it's just like promo to do stupid shit. I didn't know that this girl literally got her fucking tooth knocked out and then got an implanted tooth with the dude's face on it. Shit like that. It's like, yo, no normal person thinks like this. Now somebody would say it's drugs. Somebody would say it was alcohol. That's none of any of our business to even like speculate on. My issue is when it comes to like the the gossip and the celebrity shit it's no longer even celebrity shit because in my personal opinion them two motherfuckers aren't celebrities 
they are like reality stars if you want to call it that and to me that's two completely different buckets it's just people who are doing shit in order to continue to be recognized on social media because they aren't recognized anywhere else but then you have the people who are celebrities who are recognized for trying to do the same shit um I just don't want it to be in the space of podcasters and, you know, content creators having to do that same shit because we in 2021 and 2022, we're seeing that there were a lot of content creators who were being exposed for like going the extra mile, trying to make themselves famous. And then somebody would pull a rabbit out the hat like, oh, was this you? These are your tweets from like 2009. This is your, you know, your news or some shit like that. And it's like at some point you have to kind of like reel stuff in. Because mm-hmm. everybody's looking for your downfall to begin with, but if you're giving them all the ammunition that they need to start shooting at you, then technically it's your fault. But yeah, when she had said that, like, I'm for certain shit, like conspiracy theories and stuff like that, but once I see news like that now, I see it at a completely different lens. It's just, it's not right in my head. But them two in particular, it's just nasty work. I fucking hate looking at it. I've unfollowed, uh, was it Hollywood and locked in all them other little venues? Because I can't see that shit anymore. Because it's it's going to end ugly. It's going to end really ugly. And then, and then they were talking about her possibly being pregnant. I'm just like, dog. And I tweeted this. I, I'll stand by this tweet. I said, that baby, if it makes mm-hmm. it to, like, needs pre-CPS. Mm-hmm. Yo, pre-CPS. Stop ruining, these, like, stop ruining no. these kids' lives being ain't shit. Some of y'all are not meant to be parents. Y'all were supposed to leave the nut on the pillow. Stop going and ruining the population. When I say the population, with them two. The kid might be the most beautiful, smart kid on planet Earth, but then they got two ain't shit fucking parents. Like, and half the time, like, it's not even, like, both parents. It just be one who's initiating the other. Sometimes it is both, but it's not even just a celebrity thing. There are a lot of just regular-ass people who just, unlike, you know, Shan's podcast, if she gets it, they just don't get it. They just aren't meant to be parents. They aren't meant to, uh, like, procreate. They aren't meant to be out here publicly. I would just suggest people just get their personal little Twitter, put a lock on it, and just tweet their thoughts, um, post their little nudes and shit like that. Because y'all, <laughs> y'all really gonna, y'all are really gonna ruin how fucking people think about your shit. Um, when we talked in 2021, I'm, I'm gonna wrap up by saying this: in 2021 when OnlyFans was getting, like, really popular and shit, and everybody was talking about, oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm making all this money and shit like that. They didn't realize they were spending all the tax, they were spending money that was supposed to go back to taxes. So you had that. Then you have, you know, the women who were like, oh, well, you know, men think about me differently now. Don't treat me like a hoe, blah, 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 blah. It's like, nobody's treating me like a hoe. They're treating me like a sex worker. And I really wish people would know the fucking difference. I hate to say it that way. It'll be a bearer of bad news. Because somebody would be like, well, all I was selling was feet photos. But you know, like, if I signed up to fucking model for Playboy, then guess what the fuck I am? I'm a model for Playboy. I'm not a fucking, you know, I'm not a model. I'm a fucking, you know, I'm being photographed for Playboy. Show my bra and panties. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, what it, it certain shit was like you you knew what the fuck you was doing and you did it anyway because you right. thought like this shit was forever. I'm telling you, selling pussy, selling dick, all that shit, like that shit's not forever. You know, and it's not just the, the sex workers, it's the people who were scamming people, acting like they were chefs and they aren't. Like people once you figure it out, you're like, All right, cool, this motherfucker ain't shit. And the internet never forgets. So when you were out here, you know, at eight o'clock in the morning, you know, arching your pussy out, showing your toes, talking about eight ninety nine a month. Like, just know your pussy was literally worth 
a crispy chicken deluxe. Mm. Just know that shit. Like, no I, salt. I hate to be... No salt. Like, no salt on the fries at all. And then just get me packs of salt and ketchup throw in the bag. It, it's that bad. And somebody will be like, damn, Dre, you kind of going in... Because I'm trying to be a nicer person in 2023. But if we call the thing a thing, like, a lot of you hoes, men and women alike, just honestly need to just, like, press the reset button. When it comes, especially when y'all got kids and shit, and I say that not to be mean, not to be facetious, because it's men and women alike. Y'all, y'all behavior is not indicative of y'all parenting. Imagine most of these people have like seven, eight, nine-year-olds, right? These kids, are, they don't know any better. But the fact that it's being publicized now, like imagine that there was a kid, I'm sorry, not a kid, there was a family that I guess got divorced or whatever because uh-huh. the wife, the, I guess she's a cop, right? And she was having gangbangs with the fucking, the other cops. Like, the entire fucking police department. And that shit went viral. Like, imagine being the, the fucking husband and the kids of that, like, of that family. It's because of, you know, you just feel like you're going viral. You're feeling like these are things you can do. There's teachers doing the same shit, you know, fucking their students. Like, okay, when, when you get caught, you get caught. When people, That last again, one the, that happened recently. Yeah. The, she, they caught one and she said, I've been screwing him a few times, like five times. And yeah, we have more videos. You're bold. Yo, like, I need y'all to take care of y'all mentals. And if you aren't taking care of your mentals, I would suggest stop fucking up other people's. Because they are traumatizing the shit out of these kids. Um, when I'm seeing fucking six-year-olds going and fucking shooting their teachers, I'm like, yo, like, where where are we? Like, yeah. this was not the space we were in previously. And I'm not, not trying to make the show dark. It's one of those things where I had to step back and just, like, stop looking for the negative because the negative is just right there and it feeds it to us every day. It's like, yo, where's the positive news about shit? Every morning I wake up, I look at Twitter and stuff like that. I had to stop doing it. Because like, I'm looking at Twitter and it's like, oh, yeah, a cop sleeps with the entire police department. Six-year-old shoots their teacher, brings the gun to the, kid, you know, to the classroom. Now all the kids are traumatized. I'm like, yo, I got a two-year-old. Can I, I can't imagine one of her little classmates going and, you know, being upset at the teacher and, you know, bringing the blicky out. Like, what the, like, we, we, we've lost our way. And I don't know, like, what's the best course of action to reset some shit. But if I do have, like, an opinion on it, it honestly has to be everybody doing shit just for the thrill of it. As if there's no consequences to these actions. From the Krishan and Blueface shit to the, the shooting shit to the you know, the OnlyFans shit, it just feels like people are missing the mark on just saying exactly what the fuck it is. I want attention, and, you know, I want it the best way I can get it without escalating it to the extreme. It's a, it's essentially people going and bungee jumping without a rope. It's like, you know what? I may land on my feet, or I might land on my head, but hopefully I survive. And we are not in the culture where you survive that shit. The internet is forever, and people gonna recognize that shit. Um, I, I'm done there, but I'm gonna run through these messages. And for me, I had to watch what I liked on TikTok because you, you get on trauma TikTok. It's hard to get up out of that hole. And you start seeing about Ooh. the teenagers. Oh, I got kicked out, or the women. Oh, I got cheated on. And it's like, bro, you made ten TikToks crying on ten different days. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Facts. Another piece. Fake ass trauma. Crying on the internet, dog. Stop it. We Can are you, not your. You. Saying you mentioned that shit last year about people who would just go on like intentionally on TikTok and just be super emotional and crying and shit. Like everything ain't content. I'm gonna shut up. Go go ahead and play them voice. You talking about uh for the blue face and Krishan, somebody gonna get hurt. Someone already got hurt. 
You know, you see that bottle to his head? You don't see how he looks, how emotionally scarred he is? You don't see Kai's wall? Like, you don't see wax paper going down from Blueface? Like, it's a, everyone's hurting from that. Financially, mentally, and physically. See? Except the people what? that got them recording and money from it and views and all Facts. that shit. They, they don't give a fuck. I'll say... Facts. For Krishan, she's a reality star, but Blueface is, no, he's definitely celebrity, definitely. Like, that uh, Bust Down Tatiana song was huge, and then he has the OnlyFans, uh, Blueface Girls, no, no, he's he's definitely up there, bro. Yeah, and, and here's the thing, I, I resonate with what I resonate with, I'm not sure, so this is new information to me. I, I'm sure he is a celebrity, but for me, what I see is, like he has said, you know, you have a celebrity like him, and then you have somebody who is... Not even a content creator. How did he explain what Krishan was? He was like just like a reality yeah. star. Yeah. yeah, and that mixing those two is like oil and vinegar. What is it? Oil and water, oil and vinegar. Like it just it don't mix, and it reminds me of what's that? Uh, that platform that used to just post nothing but Kardashian like Page Six and shit. Where it's <laughs> like, and I'm this, this the same free promo for them because fuck them. But it's one of those things where it's like yo, like we're only seeing the negative of us. I don't see a lot of positivity coming from these platforms. Like, whenever something happened, death in the family, like, I'm seeing too much shit that's like, oh, post the, the blue face, the, like, post his actual music and his content. Because I know he actually has good music. I per I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I know he has good music. People tell me all the time. The issue is, like, I'm not seeing that. I'm only, like, speculating the shit that I see from Hollywood and Locked and all these other platforms of him getting hit upside with, head with a bottle and shit. Him going and, you know, cheating on her and then getting back with her two days later. Like, do we need to see every aspect of y'all lives? Like, what happened? Like, can you imagine, like, knowing all the shit about Gerald LeVert? People have been speculating that Oprah been gay for fucking... Yes, like, these are things that, like, I, I wish that I could just have to use my imagination about certain celebrities because now that I know the information I know about them, it makes them ugly to me. When I say ugly, not in looks, just like in character. It's like, bro, like seeing the, the blue face and the Krishan shit, and I, I'm only using them because I don't want to keep throwing out other people, but when I see that, like you said, like I see a lot of like, you know, damage in the both of them, and then it's like a crash dummy course when they come together, because when he's doing his separate shit, like he, he looked like he got it together, and everybody will tell you that shit. Uh, Krishan, like when she speaks, you can tell, like, yo, like, like there's some education there. But then when they get together, it's like a fucking education connection commercial where it's just like everything is going on at once. <laughs> like, it's, just, it's so fucking much. It, it, it hurts knowing that sometimes I'll go on Instagram and I'll scroll and I'll see that shit and I'll get a little chuckle out of it. But it's like, yo, somebody gonna really get fucking hurt. Fucking with, you know, trying to, you know, do the next viral thing because what, and I'm, I'm not speaking up into existence, but I've seen this shit before. People like the, the white girl who was like famous on TikTok ended up killing her black boyfriend and shit. Like, because, you know, I guess they both were going viral and everything like that. And she just had a sense of jealousy and they overshared everything. And then she ended up killing homeboy. It's certain stuff like that. It's like, bro, like, everything ain't for the world and more importantly like some things it's okay to hold them back and just leave up to the imagination but we've gotten to the point where people like to document things in case they ain't gonna be here tomorrow it's like you know you can document it and just leave that shit in your phone or you know record it put it on an sd card and then filter out the bad shit from the good 
Like, that's how we end up having so many Tupac videos and Biggie videos and photos and shit we've never seen. Now we have shit. I'm like, yo, like, I know more about the people on my timeline than I know about family members, which is, it's sad to think about, but it's the truth. So, But I is today on Twitter, like, black death sells, not mm-hmm. um, black people being better, not black people being loved, not black people um, having a healthy family, not black people eating right, not mm-hmm. black people uh, having wealth. Like, yep. Steve Harvey just bought all the rights to Family Feud, and he taking it mm-hmm. internationally. Ain't nobody loud about that shit. Mm. But you loud yeah. about the drama. You loud about the reality shows. You loud about who who yep. fought. And I'm Bingo. really tired of women who don't love themselves enough to pay for weave, to pay for makeup, to pay for lashes, to pay for outfits, to pay for shoes, all to go somewhere and see a girl that is their reflection of being insecure and fight her and have grown men pulling their phones out and egging it on. Like, Yeah. Um, I, I'll say my last sentence. I know you got the voicemails. Um, ladies, this is by no means me, Greg, being disrespectful. So if y'all try to cancel me, I'm prefacing this by saying that. Um, I need y'all to hoe privately in 2023. <laughs> If you are out here interested in supporting Loud Mouth Stereo with Greg and Shan, you can several ways. Don't be a stranger. Don't be afraid to drop us a review on Apple Podcast app. It's the number one podcast app that people love to listen to. Why? Probably because it's free and it's on the iPhone. But moving on, um, you can also purchase merch at a loud mouth stereo shop okay support the show look good feel good we all win it's a win-win and lastly but we appreciate it you can donate however many monies you would like directly to the link in the show notes for red circle and between myself and greg we can use the help to improve how we show up with content for you guys. We appreciate you listening. Good, bad, or ugly. We want to hear from you. We want the feedback. And thank you to Stereo for being a platform we've used for the last three years to push out episodes with a live audience on an interesting app. Now back to the show. Like, just, I'm going to leave it there. Just hold privately. Take that for whatever you will. I just implore you to hoe privately. All like all the women who would tell you now in their sixties and seventies that they were going and getting dick, and you found that they were sleeping with this celebrity, this celebrity. They were out here having whole phases. You would have never knew. People couldn't tell you, oh, well, Pam Greer did this. People could shit. People can't tell you Angela Bassett did this. And it's the reason why it's like they business is they business. Mm-hmm. Stop going and not, and not let's not even put it on a celebrity level. Like right now, like. There are a lot of women that we're friends with that don't need to put their business out there because the only people that know about it is the person they did it with and God. It, it could be really that simple. So th- this year, I need y'all to like slow y'all roll men too because y'all getting reckless. I'm going to save that for the bonus episode because I'm really going to go in for that one. So be there yeah. for the Zoom for that. But, you know, I'm only talking to women, not as, you know, Mary Greg, not as the guy who like the all CNIs and shit, but it's just like, 
a, a, a lot of the treatment that women have been getting over the course of the last year or two, it's it's not just a man's fault. It's not just a woman's fault. It's not even just your fault. It's things that it's like, okay, if you just thought them through and you just slowed up and just treated yourself right first, a lot of other people could treat you right as well. But I need y'all more importantly to just like the, the whole behavior. If we could just start right there, like you can be a hoe. Hoes do exist. And they thrive. There are a lot of hoes thriving and quiet. Um, the uh, did I ain't gonna call her a hoe, but Diddy literally had a fucking kid while he was with Carisha. They went on a fucking trip together. Like that—that's hoeing correctly. That is going and honestly just playing your fucking position. And I hate using the term hoe, but you—you you see where I'm going with this. I just need y'all in 2023, just like, just move silently in your actions because if you do. Like, you're going to end up thriving, but when everything is publicized and you're out here just showing the world all you got, you ain't going to have nothing left for you. And when you do that shit, we, we sitting there watching. We just sitting there watching. That's why you end up having the dickheads like homeboy that was talking about how, you know, he can go and, you know, fuck random women in Brazil for $10. Like, I really hope homeboy dick fall off because like, <laughs> some shit just don't make sense to me. But again, new year, new Greg, if I sound like I'm hating, it's because I hate a lot of y'all and I hate a lot of the stupid shit y'all do. But that that was just sitting on my spirit, and I felt like I had to say it. It's common sense. Like, you wanna you wanna talk to somebody like Diddy, cool. Mm-hmm. But if you did your bitch facts, you would see that he was with Cassie for over yeah. a decade. Didn't do nothing with her. She left him yeah. for her her trainer. They got mm-hmm. married. They have a babies. Beautiful, love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Kim Porter, years. He gave yep. her more respect in her death. Yep. Like, stop acting like you you got with this man for marriage. Uh, exactly. I want to stick by. No, you got with him because of what he can do for you, and you wanted to excel your career or whatever you mm-hmm. got, and and use the opportunity. You know that, and he know that, and it's cool. And if this man wants to have a child with some woman that's agreeing for this amount of money to shut the fuck up yep that's Pretty his business. yep and i really me personally i feel like that, that man is 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 very spicy and yep. i would never there's no amount of money that be like be my anything no sir yep i feel like any well, you know what no i ain't gonna make this the, the new show we got voicemails i'm shutting up so we can get through them I think you made a good point about everything being content and everything being able to blow up because it was already gross back in the day when we had all like the tabloids and whatnot. But now that everything is social media, there's just so much that I feel like people, one, shouldn't be publicizing and two, shouldn't be glamorizing. Like even when like, you know, deaths and school shootings, like when people die, it's like, oh, the video of it goes everywhere. Like, you know, I can't, I can name like six rappers that got shot. And their videos are online, and that's like awful, yeah. awful. Like you blew up off of recording someone passing away. I know that's dark, but it's just ew, it's ew. So like, I I tend not to engage with content like that just because like I don't think it should be made. Yeah, I just you know I agree with everything she's saying. I I feel like it's always been this way. Like there's not enough positive media. When I say media, not just social media, just media in general. That's why when you go to the news, you don't see a whole bunch of good shit. Because they're like, we can't keep people entertained for an hour talking about all the beautiful things. But I'm like, sometimes, like, that's a welcome change. 
but a lot of people thrive and feed off that negativity. That's why, you know, other media uh, media outlets exist. That's why the news exists. Um, CNN for four years, they were like, oh, you know, they thrived on like the negativity of like, you know, 45. And then when the pandemic shit happened, like all that was just like something that, you know, you, you could just feed negativity and people just felt negatively about everything. So then we're locked in, you know, our homes and we're doing all the stuff that we're doing during the pandemic. And people are like, yo, like, you know, their heads are about to explode because there's so much shit going on that they themselves, even me, you know, which is like negative or I don't say negative, like not receptive to like positive shit. It was like, oh, like all the good shit that's going on in the world. It's like yeah, nobody pays attention to it because like we're so used to seeing negative stuff. Uh, and I don't have the answer or the remedy to trying to figure out how to find positive news. I just personally, I'm looking for it. So if y'all can find it, I would love to see it. Because when I open up my timeline, regardless of how positive it might start, it never ends up that way. Uh, Twitter as well. Like people will go and say something positive and then there'll just be that one dickhead who just got to fuck shit up. And it's like, oh, so you just. But you know, you, like, Elon didn't help by making you see how many people use your shit either. Oh, see, you know what? Can can we put a note about that? I, I know we don't want to talk about it tonight. That that right there, I do want to put a pin in that, especially when it comes to engagement, because it feels like a lot of people now are hoping and really disappointed about that in particular. Like, oh, they see how many people it actually resonated with, but there's no content. Like, you know, after that, it didn't go viral, if you want to call it that. Mm. But I want I want to touch on that as well because a lot of people are pissed off, but. It's one of those things where everything ain't supposed to be content. We, we, we got to do a show about that. Like, everything ain't fucking content. I could talk about that shit for an hour, but I know we got, we got off. Shit, we ain't even start the goddamn docket. So, yeah. Now, I'm... Oh, so let me do these two messages. Whoa, 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 whoa. We can't let you uh, say nothing about Angela. Uh-uh. Angela Bassett. See? Stella got her group. See? Uh-uh. It was a good but, thing. Was and good that's thing. the thing. Yeah. So, uh, again, let, let me just say this because somebody would be like, well, what did Greg say? Like, when I said, I think I mentioned about, like, you know, the, the phases of women, like, whole phases, stuff like that. Like, when it comes to just any woman, I don't even want to put a name attached to it, you know, so I, my apologies to Angela Bassett. But every woman has a past, just like every man has a past. But it's like certain shit ain't for everybody to know. You don't have to have indicator lights on saying, you know what, I did this, I can do this, I'm capable of that. Because I'm telling you, the, the real threats and the people who actually are experts in the shit that they do don't really speak on that shit. And I, I'm talking sexual here, but, you know, again, you know, you can say it for what you will and, you know, think your own thoughts. But when it comes to certain information and certain people, like, the grace that they give by allowing you to kind of use your imagination about things is why people are attracted to them. It's why people do the things they do and they have their crushes and stuff. Like, people nobody's saying, really, oh, you have to... They lost the okay. art of... They lost the art of mystery and mm -hmm. and how they appear, how they dress. You can still show that you have a nice body and not show your body. Yep. Like Felicia Rashad, crazy. period. Just look. I don't know mm -hmm. what she looks like naked and I don't want to know what she looks like naked. I even get really offended when people feel like it's their duty to research how did this celebrity have these babies? Did they get pregnant mm -hmm. or did they surrogate? That's none of your fucking business. It's none of your business yep. if somebody paid for IVF the fifth time to get their baby. Let people yep. be human. 
Yep. But again, this is this the culture we in. So. All right, one more, and then I'm going to go through this docket because I don't want to have you on here too late. I'm not trying to be rude, but what Stereo just said didn't make me feel like he was famous. You said one song from, like, eight years ago, and then you said an OnlyFans. See, it's kind of interesting, though, because I feel like the scope of fame has gotten so huge, right? But um, Mm -hmm. I guess there's tears to it. So that's, like, what, a a C-grade? A D-grade celebrity? (laughs) Yep. And that's exactly what the fuck it is. That's exactly what it is. When we don't have access to the A and Bs, the Cs start to come just out of the fucking woodwork. Think about it. And I'm I'm gonna drop names, and you know, forgive me, because again, this ain't the type of show where we talk about like news. So Kim Kardashian used to always be considered a D or C lister, right? Now we consider her an A lister because of the people she's attached herself to and the access that we had to her. Uh, the shit changes so much. Nobody gave a fuck about Blueface five years ago. Nobody did. Nobody gave a fuck about him when he put out the Thadiana song. People were saying he's the worst rapper all the time. And I, I still have episodes where we talked about that. I know for a fact I've told people he's garbage. I listened to a few other songs. I'm like, okay, like, for me, like, I like Sada Baby. People would hate, they fucking hate Sada Baby. There's certain shit for me, like, my ears have kind of changed throughout the course of the years. And I'm starting to try to be, recept- you know, receptive to new stuff. But when it comes to, like, Blueface, for example, like, when Homeboy is saying, like, oh, he has, like, Thadiana and he has, like, an OnlyFans, I'm like, oh, if, if that is what we classify as celebrity, I'm like, there are so many people <laughs> that we could add to that list. Um, I'm not, Again, can't say names because I don't really care about them Man, that much. But when it comes- right now, let me tell you right now why you're on this topic. I pulled mm-hmm. up Apple, Apple Music. I don't listen to Young Boy. Will never click that album. I don't even know who Real mm-hmm. Boston is. I'm not gonna click that album. Who the fuck is Monster X? I'm not gonna click that. Who yep. is Greedo? I'm not gonna listen to that. Who exactly. is uh, S E Y I vibes with a Z? I'm not gonna play that. Who is yep. um? Who are these cult boys? Like, who is making your album covers? This is looking like 2000 in here. Like. This shit is trash exactly. to me. Nothing about this makes me want to click anything. Sauce Walker, Corey yep. Gunn, please stop. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of terrible. I don't want to say terrible music because somebody is a fan of them. I've attempted to listen to NBA YoungBoy, and when I say attempted, I found a few songs. I was like, you know what? If if I'm in the mood or if I'm somewhere where there's some youth, because I'm 35, so when I say youth, meaning like people younger than me. If I'm out and about and they play it, I can like I can resonate with it because I've heard the shit before. A lot of music now, I don't want to say it's garbage, but the shit's not recyclable. It's not something that I know for a fact it can be turned into good. Like I can't see in ten years and be like, not, oh, remember that NBA? You know, right now somebody could pick a song from the '60s and put it in a commercial or put it in an ad. It's not reciprocating dollar signs for generations. It's not. It's trash. It's garbage. It's. it's yep. A plastic bag from the grocery store. We have enough. Put it in trash. We can throw it away. Yep. <laughs> like what? Yep. Yep. But again, like the you know the younger generation. I hate saying that shit because I'm not I'm not old, but I'm not young it's at the not same time. It's about not... us being in a different generation, Greg. It's about mm-hmm. quality over quantity. Yep. And when Absolutely. it comes to young boy, all I can think about him is the fact that he's fucking ignorant. He mm-hmm. discovered that he can skeet in other human beings and he does it 
in a really great way to the point where he has so many kids that it makes no fucking sense. And he's probably yep. making these shitty ass albums for other yep. little boy men that cannot read. Yeah. And they love it. Absolutely. Yo, that somebody told me they were like, oh, you know, the NBA Youngboy album came out this week. And I was like, okay, let me go check it out. I shit you not. There's been a new NBA Youngboy album every fucking week for the last five months. He has hella every... kids. Yo, I, I get that. But every, what the fuck can you possibly talk about for five months? When I say five months, I understand. I think he's under like house arrest or something like that. And this is not me hating on him. I'm just, I'm a little bit vexed about the the volume of music. Remember vexed, we had, you know. Yeah, like, do you do you remember like when Gucci and Jeezy and them they would put out mixtapes like often? When I say yeah. often, like all right, every like you know month you would get a new mixtape. This yeah. is a completely different nigga. He goes and puts out a different fucking album every week. If we went down a discography of him, it it would mystify you. I said I saw every like from Thanksgiving to right now he's put out an album every friday every single friday for the last fucking two months and so i know for a fact he has albums with people i'm like yo how the fuck he got an album with them he had an album with like um with the baby he had an album with some other rappers that i couldn't even tell you who the fuck these people are and i'm like yo when, when does he have the time but then you think about it he's on house arrest I'm like, okay, okay, he's making the most of his time. He's like, hey, shit, I'm going to make this money. But then when I found out how many kids he got, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's going to need all that money. He's yeah. going to need all that shit. That's why he's putting out an album every week. But for people who are NBA Youngboy fans, it's not me shitting on them because I'm sure there's some good in him. But everything I've seen um, up until recent, because I've heard he's like changed his life around and everything, but everybody gets a chance to change their life around, then they fuck it up, and then they do it again. Like, you know, you kind of you know, hit a reset button if you want to call it that. But for him, the issue I've always had with NBA Youngboy was his demeanor and his attitude. Um, so it, it turned me off of his music. So when people are like, oh, you got to check out NBA, NBA Youngboy, he be, he be spitting. And then I go and turn it on him and this shit sound like like baby gibberish. I don't, I guess that's the best way I could put it. Like they call it mumble rap. That shit's like baby gibberish to me. Like, I'm like, yo, I, I don't want to hear this shit. Emotional young males who don't have an outlet mm -hmm. yeah and the thing is i'm all for like you know men you know getting therapy and like getting out the emotions but when you you talking and you ain't saying shit it's time to shut up it's legitimately time to shut the fuck up we've gotten to the point where it's like okay we've heard you but you ain't said nothing can you fix it and if you can't fix it we need you to go away when i say go away like just take a break find some therapy uh, they mm. said NBA young boy found a therapist and, you know, he is in therapy. I, I appreciate it so much. Uh, a lot more men and artists need therapy because what they're doing is they putting out content that is garbage. And when they put it out, we just supposed to, you know, take it for face value. No, your shit is ass. And I really wish you would stop putting out this bullshit. He's going to be on that so. sofa when, with his therapist and be like, I know this is our sixth session, but I just realized that the last six albums I put out was really trash. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's almost like, you know, music is like their journal. But the thing is, it's not even like the music that he's putting out. I can't tell you if it's good or bad. There are people who the album will come out Friday. They will know the lyrics by Monday. And then they got to learn a whole new album on Friday. Nobody else but me has. 
I, I can't do it. I saw an Al Green clip, and I don't even think I was alive when Al Green was in his prime, but I didn't do the numbers. But I saw an Al Green clip of a concert today. When I tell you, we are the generation that is lacking mm-hmm. good feel intimate artists to crowd engagement because if that song was new i would want it today i'm not gonna yep. say that about a lot of the music out today people still talking about lauren hill is trending yesterday and i was like oh shit what happened to lauren hill must be something new they were talking about her old album mm-hmm. yeah that's because a lot and i hate to sound this way but you you agree with me like a lot of music now has changed the point where like the, the singers are rappers and the rappers are singers and shit like there, there's no empathy in music anymore there's no like we, we could talk about that so i'm like blue in the face um but i will say this before we go into the next voicemail go into the docket um as a, a fan of like former trey songs albums like the, the shit that i like have heard about this dude over the course of the last three years i can't even play the fucking music it's worse than the the robert kelly shit and the reason why it's like this thing is biting women fighting women uh spitting on him and shit. I'm like, oh, oh, this is a nasty nigga. I always thought he was nasty on some like some kink freak shit. But then find find out he's like an absolute creep. I'm like, yo, I can't listen I can't listen to Superwoman. I can't listen to, you know, like the fucking song he did with uh Drake. I can't listen to that stuff no more. And the reason why is like it's just nasty behavior for me. But it's not even just him. R and B hasn't been R and B for a very long time. R and B is I can't even say the word, the R word that I want to say, but, you know, just imagine the R word in and then the B being for bitches, because that's how R&B, it, honestly, how it feels to me. Dude, you know, he start the song like, yo, I always wanted to eat your ass. What the fuck? Like, god damn, can you take her to dinner first? You nasty, you a nasty motherfucker to say some shit like that on your first day out. Now, I, I will admit, you know, I'm partially biased to like some Chris Brown shit, because I'm, I'm a fan. But when it comes to certain artists, I be listening to the shit they say. One, it's already mumbling. And two, when they say the shit they say, I'm like, yo, do you know that's the nastiest way you can, end, you know, you can start a song? Hey, girl, I want to suck your toes tonight until you bleed. Like, what the fuck? What? You, you nasty niggas. You got Kevin Gates out here, you know, eat, you know, talking about eating booty on the stage. What was that, uh, that trend that I honestly, I think I blocked it on TikTok. Was like a uh, bitch bend over, uh, stand up on your toes, and you literally had women in dirty ass bathrooms standing on their toes, bending over twerking. I was like, "You nasty heifer!" All this, well, I, I, we need a reset, man. We we need a fucking reset. When I say that, I'm not saying the earth need the end or nothing like that. We we gotta figure some shit out this year because y'all are wilding out, and I feel disrespected. Y'all y'all are ruining the timeline, and it's time to start over. Right. So, um, I'm gonna play this message, and I'm gonna get back on go for this episode. What we got? Um, I know I'm a creator, and I know I use these platforms to push out content and work. But at the same time, I wouldn't be mad if the only place we can have internet would be in our houses for five hours. Because I feel like on a daily, that is what we would need in order to really live our lives and have a fresh perspective that is no one else's. 
without completely forgetting that, oh, I've been on TikTok for the last eight and a half hours. I didn't even bathe today. I didn't even go see my kids today. I'm super tired. Or I keep getting these migraines because you are not living. You are watching other people live. And that's what really got you depressed. It's not your life that got you depressed. It's the fact that you are making shitty ass choices to have your life. We need less internet and we need more life. Agreed. I'm going to play this message and then we'll continue. I do feel that way about the majority of youngs and lils and babies. Because first off, they ain't even young. They'd be like 30, <laughs> 35 years old. Talk about, talk about little, little something. You ain't little nothing no more. But anyway, um, I think, okay, Doja Cat say so. I could see that being played in like, you know, a grocery store in 10 years. I think that's an example of like a timeless sounding song. Another person I would say is, um, oh, Steve Lacey. Talent. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. She just gave me an idea for an episode. Uh-oh. I'm ready. All right. So um, what we got up next? Um, pod news. Uh, everybody's really got Anchor in their mouth. Like, that's the only platform to do podcasts on. So Anchor did some new updates where everybody got their Spotify wrapped. Where I feel like in 2021, it got more push than it did uh, this past year. Um, analytics has more detail on Anchor. They added an audio enhancement when you record on Anchor, and they connected the video podcast. But for Greg and I, we utilize Red Circle, which also has all of those things except for the audio enhancement because it's not a creative um platform to utilize for po- for podcasting it's where you push out your podcast but i just mm-hmm. feel like as far as marketing and um opportunities to have ads red circle gives more opportunities than anchor and yep. i've been listening to people who are solely using anchor and they're still pushing anchor as the number one ad and they do that on purpose so they can get more people on anchor where's the ads that you're getting to promote you where's the ad space that you're getting to uh promote toilet tissue uh something for babies something for self-care like i don't hear that on people who are utilizing anchor so i'm really like miss me with anchor um there is a podcast what did you say Oh, no, I was going to say I just agree. I agree. Uh, when it comes to Anchor, uh, it fooled me once, fooled me twice. You won't get me again. Um, after they did me the way they did me with the, the ad space and the CPMs, nah. They, they're trying to monopolize on actual podcasters. I'm like, let them all filter through here. Mm-mm. When y'all were telling me that, what was it that happened, Shane? Like, oh, we can go on certain platforms, but we couldn't go on all of them because their direct competitor to Spotify. Mm-mm. Nope. What's so crazy is there are a lot of podcasts on Anchor that I do not see on the regular platforms. Yep. And because I don't solely use Anchor as my um, RSS pusher, I can't get to those 
new shows that are on there but at the same mm-hmm. time it's people who have no idea about anchor and want to get to know how to podcast so i understand it because what mm-hmm. really got me on anchor at the beginning was i didn't really know what podcasting was I was trying to get my mm-hmm. feet wet didn't want to pay for something i didn't know how to use and i think that is what's really having anchor be so in front is the fact that it's free and it's user friendly that is about yeah. it um now do they do they still have unlimited storage because the only yeah. way i would have only way i would have to go back to anchor is if red circle all of a sudden starts putting our shit the way because we're legacy on there right so we're a little bit different from people um but when it comes to like them they originated the unlimited storage anchor at some point they didn't have unlimited storage they had up until like a certain megabyte for the file that you had to do or you had to like compress it i vividly remember you'd be like greg i gotta like compress a file in order to put it onto Anchor. yeah it so it wouldn't it wouldn't like if we had a three-hour episode it wouldn't mm-hmm. edit that now it does yeah so but i'm glad that they're evolving story, when you're talking about storage i just started deleting episodes from 2018 off of it like they mm-hmm. hold it yeah and that that was another thing for me like yo like you don't own my shit like i own my shit even with like red circle we talked to them it's like hey if we decide like we want to leave like y'all don't own our shit anchor was telling us like yeah like ours you know the stuff you've done like recorded on here we technically own that as well like you own it because it's your you know likeness but it's still ours oh no fuck that like when they say own it if i delete it you don't have no access to it exactly so that's dumb. <laughs> yep. Like now you own um, your own nothing since you want to be petty. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, podfluencer is a new word I discovered um, last week. Wow. Where it's basically a pod star slash marketing genius when it comes to podcasting. So that is a word. Um, so if you start seeing that in like people talking on video or just like in conversation that's what that is as far as yeah it's cool must do thing in january uh 2023 i know it's almost over but we gotta keep looking at you know what was your spending in 2022 do you need to pull back could have you could could you do more and then write it off for your business also um how much did you save last year and what is your goal this year and why is that your goal um should you be looking uh for whatever or should you be looking for like the best investments to invest in now because the way it's going is a lot of who is in 2023 the odds of us really buying a house that we can afford Mm -hmm. and want Mm -hmm. in the next five to ten years will probably minimum like they are they are purposely making subdivisions for renters only everybody in it is a renter nobody owns any of these houses and to me it's basically outside apartments but to each their own because the reality is in if you have a house in the u.s you don't own shit like if i if i bought property Mm -hmm. and land and i built on it unless i'm off the grid 
they can go up and up and up and up and up on the property tax until I'm just like, I can't afford to live here anymore. I'm going to just travel in the RV. Like, that is mm-hmm. the United States. So you really don't own shit here. But yep. where you would like to be long term for the fact that you have a family or the elderly lives with you and they just need to be one place. They can't be up and up, up and about a lot. Think about, you know, if you're looking to buy your first big purchase of a property, should it be your first home or should it be like a duplex? Should it be something that's going to pay for your mortgage when you buy a second property? And the more I think about it is I would rather stay where I am and rent. And if I do have money to buy property, I would rather buy a property to rent out and be able to raise the rent over a period of time to the point where I feel like, let me go look at a second property that I really want for myself. And the money that this tenant is paying me, I could pay my mortgage and it's like, I'm living somewhere only paying utilities. I would rather have that than maximize all this money, get a bullshit ass loan from these banks that's just upping, you know, the percentage of what they want to get out of shit and be you know not stuck but committed to something that i'm scared to be more over a period of time instead of being prepared for it so i'm just really looking at house ownership and house buying differently now and Mm -hmm. that kind of relaxes me because shit you know how many new vehicles 2020s 2023s are at the car auction right now Hmm. because people can't make those payments no more inflation is really people be like i can't afford this car the dealership is saying we don't want that shit because it's depreciated and they're going to the fucking auction so you can like go to the auction now and probably buy you a 2022 nice vehicle because you can't afford it yep yeah it's crazy and try I tried to go and look for a car. I was like, you know what? New job. Let me see if I can go get a car or something like that. And I went to the dealership. And I was looking at the notes. I was like, ain't no motherfucker. 600 what? Mm-hmm. What does it do? What does it do other than drive? Like, it, it better fuck me well. Because ain't no goddamn way. There's no right. way anybody should be paying $600 for the car note. And then these insurance companies, like, we ain't got to up the price. Because y'all going to have to pay us either way. And we're going to go yeah. up when we want to go up. So I'm like, yeah, oh, certain stuff. Now that you said that, that's insightful for me. I'm going to try to auction now because that, yeah. that seems to be the way. Yeah, because it's not like it's going to have a hell of miles on it if it came out last year. Like, not at this, all. Like, this year is a great year for people who have the money to mm-hmm. buy the shit that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Um, that whole monstrous um, phone debacle that I've had for mm-hmm. the last three months of AT&T. Mm-hmm. I finally got through to somebody after like two months um, that realized the mistake that their rep made. So I don't have to pay the full amount on the iPhone mm-hmm. 14 that I have. They mm-hmm. took off half. So all I have left to pay on the 14 is like $400. Because they fucked That's up. Good. So instead of like a thousand something, yeah. they took off. And so I only have like 400 or something to pay on it. And then I'll own this and my other phone. 
which is like automatically a write-off because this is on like my business line and so like i'm just Mm -hmm. like okay cool then i got this fucking settlement paper in the mail of someone having a company and didn't follow guidelines so they're being penalized like millions of dollars and it was like you're involved in the settlement to be paid but we're just notifying you type shit so i'm just like okay cool expect exactly. but, give me that money you know what I'm saying? Cool. give me that money so um you know and i keep seeing like triple digits of three 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 on a daily so i'm just like okay i'm focusing and i'm on the right track and that is telling me that i'm on the right track i know you're not into that shit, but that is telling me i'm on the right track so i'm just like okay cool um it's actually a real great time to look over your retirement plan contributions because a lot of these jobs i know you're you saw it recently because you switched a job and you're new to it but mm-hmm. you know at the end of the year in november they make everybody review what they want i was looking for a way to basically stop my 401k because i know i'm not going to be at this job until i retire like that's a no-brainer but after doing my own research i could just move my money actively from the 401k into an ira and have it you know accumulate money on it so that's what i'm going to do instead um and then uh this is the perfect time if you are in the position to be building up your emergency fund um look at what you can cut back on you were doing that last year but look at what you can cut back on now that you know you're gonna be out and about more we're getting into spring you don't need all of these channels you don't need all of these platforms to watch shit on a lot of it ain't got good shit anyway and look for side hustles which pushes me into the next thing side hustles that you could be doing right now that a lot of jobs are are slowing you just need something on the side of something else that you're doing um that's more set you could do bar shifts if you're a good bartender you can do taxes people taxes is coming up um dog walking babysitting you can do something as easy as putting your talent on upskill uh ubering or you could sell digital products that you really don't have to put a lot of work into so a lot of these corporate jobs are making their employees go back into the office five days a week or back full-time so for people who are enjoying the at-homeness is slowly but surely coming to an end i know my job they're just like mandatory this year we're doing three consecutive days in the office each month the second to last week of the month and i'm just like dog yeah i am at the point in my life with where i want to be ignored at work i want you to treat me like i'm invisible i don't want you to talk to me i don't want to dress up for superhero day I don't want to have a potluck. I don't want to know know nobody's name. I want to work and I want to go home and I don't want to think about this job. And that's where I'm at. And what's so crazy is you can see that I'm over this job in my numbers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The amount of time that I be taking to talk to the next person. And that's how I know like the transition of me 
doing for myself and working for myself is so fucking close mm-hmm. because I am so over it. Like, I don't care about how much money y'all are making. I don't care about how many new clients y'all got. That ain't my money. Yeah. Same. Outside of the meetings at my job, when, like, when I go into the office, because I go in twice a week, right? Which I don't even really need to. It's just more so of a kind of a formality. It's like, all right, cool. Let, let's see each other, right? We don't even speak. I almost got offended today because, like, you know, I, the first the first time I went into the office was Tuesday. So I go in, obviously, Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? Tuesday, I go in, everybody's social, blah, 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 blah. And then today, like, nobody's really speaking. Everybody doing their own fucking thing. They in their offices. I'm, you know, in my office, I'm doing my thing or whatever. And I'm like, yo, nobody really speaks. I went and bought donuts. And I'm like, yo, like, because I'm, I'm used to that culture, right? I'm like, all right, let me get to know my coworkers. And it's like, all right, we got to know. We can work and we can all socialize and everything. But it's only six of us. So for somebody who's an intro, like an introverted ex, uh, extrovert or whatever you want to call it, I'm sitting there. I'm like, yo, like, this is weird. I kind of like it. I kind of like it though, because um, I guess like these—it's not even just like these agencies and stuff like that, but these these forward-thinking like jobs who are like, you know what? If we're hiring or something like that, like take them. I'm so glad I did because mm-hmm. these people don't—I won't say they don't want to be bothered. It's like, yo, I just want to do the work, get the work done, and leave. Like, yeah. For us, um, I'm thinking because they told me it's like, oh, you just got to log in eight hours, but they're like. The eight hours can literally be you, you know, doing research, me doing it. I'm like, oh, that's the type of job I need. I don't need a job where it's like I'm being micromanaged to do work even when there ain't work to be done. Like, shit like that. Man, today we had a tornado. We had a tornado here in Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. And that shit came through and it was windy. The windows were getting beat up. I, I had my mom, the two girls in the bathroom because that's the only spot in the house that don't have a window and we were in there for like 15 straight minutes and you just hear like the wind whipping mm-hmm. like it being thrown my greenhouse fell over i'ma pick that up when it's dry outside like it looked crazy outside and you can hear it whipping i'm just like fuck i said i hope these yeah. none of these trees fall on the yard or the fence mm-hmm. um and I didn't even like log out. I just text my supervisor. I said, Hey, we having a tornado right now. The girls got out early from school. We all in the bathroom. I didn't log out. There's an agent, you know, in the middle of talking to me. That's why I'm not on there. And he was like, that's fine. I just want you to be safe. Don't worry about it. I'm not worried about the computer. So after like 15 minutes and it was just like a little rain. I went back to the computer. The girls got out the bathroom, and it was still raining. And then all, at, all outside was yellow, like mustard. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" So I sent it to my friend, and he was like, "Oh, that's what the sky looks like right before a tornado comes." I said, "So this whole ain't over." <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, "Well, let me get back on the computer and like work." My- last hour but the reality is this is the like I'm in a uh, I, I've, I've been living in a fucking mode for the last four years but my mm-hmm. fuck it on a different level yep where I'm just like you either gonna have some compassion you either gonna understand that life is gonna life mm-hmm. and regardless of what the schedule is this is what's happening right now but I don't care about 
and you know a meeting or this being said or being asked about why something is such and such why did you do i'm gonna tell you straight up why i did yeah whether it was the right thing or the wrong thing that's besides the point but i'm gonna tell you like y'all really have to understand that i am so honest that there is nobody or nothing or no result that i am in fear for Mm mm-hmm yeah, I just wish people, like, at least with work, would realize, like, do do the work as efficiently as you can possibly do it, and then just be done with the day. Like, they'll be so, like, I know the term is, like, work-life balance. Like, yo, just get the shit done. Like, some people are different. Like, some people, it's going to take them seven hours to get the work done. And then you have some people who would honestly get the work done in two, three hours. And then people are like, well, everybody should work in the same sequence. I'm like, no, Absolutely fucking not. Um, we all my, feel like we're wrong. We know like these jobs are about results. Fuck how yeah. you did it. Yeah. Did you yeah. do it? <laughs> but, that, that, but you want to know what's so funny? And you know, coming from a job where everything was about results, it was like, oh, the results aren't appeasing the people who actually like. Say for for me, it was like you know my role there. We like our work was dictated by the client. So as long as we appease the client, we're good, right? And it's like, okay, is the client happy? Yeah, the client's happy. Is the work being done? Great. But then our job, like the, the people who worked there, the culture there was kind of like, well, we have to look busy in order to seem busy. It's like, no, we were busy when we were doing the work. Now we just don't have the work to do. So they were like, all right, let's find more work. Like, no. Or you can just shut up, collect the money that these people are giving us instead of sitting there acting like, oh, like, how can I put it? For that, that previous job, if it were me, I'd be like, you know what? Is the work done? Like, yeah, it's done at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. How about taking an hour lunch? It's still billable hours. These are all billable hours. They still got to pay for the shit. And somebody be like, well, you got to itemize every minute you work. If you have to work at a place where you have to itemize every minute that you Get work, out. you don't fucking belong there. And the reason why is they just want a warm body in that building for seven, eight hours. That, like yeah. my job, they had two floors. They had two floors that were completely empty during the pandemic. And, you know, they started wanting to have people come in and everything like that. The issue is, why do I need to come in when I'm doing the same work more efficiently for half the time? Like, when I'm here, even this new job, Shane, I will, I, I get it, I'm new, so I'm, like, I don't know what the entire, like, length of things are. So, I'm learning these, these, like, startups and these agencies and the, the, I don't want to say call it tech companies, but the ones who got tired of working for the man and the government and shit and having to deal with that, they started doing what I think is the best course of action. These accountability meetings where they're not really talking about shit, but they talking. So like they'll sit there and, you know, we might have a 30 minute meeting that we just had. We had a meeting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Now somebody was like, that's a lot of meetings. I have like roughly like eight to 10 meetings a week. And yeah, it's, it's a lot of meetings, but it's like, okay, it's, you, you have that meeting for 30 to 40 minutes, and then you figure out something else to do during the day. Do your job or whatever. But once your job is done, you can do whatever the fuck you want. That's my, the type of culture I'd rather be in than these fucking things where, like, okay, from 10 to 1, you have to do this. And then from 2 to 4, you have to do this. And then we may or may not get out of here at 5, 30. Like, shit like that, it, would, it drives me nuts. It drove me nuts at the firm. I just... I can't see how that culture helps anybody because they lead with the, oh, this is, you know, we're like one big family. Well, my family don't treat me like that. My family don't tell me, hey, <laughs> like, we got to look busy. Like, my, my fucking family don't care about me. <laughs> um, 
like you know they try to like reel you in with the the family culture and the, you know the the happy hours and the you know all, all that. I don't need none of that shit. If my job don't have a Christmas party, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm still gonna celebrate fucking Christmas. If we do a gift exchange, I'm happy about the gift exchange. Um, but not even just my job because I I know I'm happy about it and you know anything could happen. I could hate it in six months. But when it comes to like what I've seen now versus what I did before, I'm like, things can be done so much more effectively if, honestly, people, one, embrace technology, two, embrace, like, there's a difference between company culture and employee culture. The company might see things from the top of the food chain, but it's like, all they don't go and, like, talk to the people that they work with. If somebody from, like, the lower rungs, I'll just give you an example, like, say, office services right say if office services told like in a meeting with the big ups the you know the managing partner or the person who's the biggest on the food chain they sat down with like an office service assistant was like how can we be more efficient and they found out well guess what we, we don't have to order 62 boxes of paper right and the reason why they don't have to order 62 boxes of paper is because yeah use emails right you know there's such things as pdfs right you know you can send pdfs to an email right like, it's certain shit like that, like, that certain companies just don't even realize. There was a firm that I worked at before the last one. So I worked at three total firms. One of my, the younger firm that I worked at, um, we had a managing partner, and I hate the shit on the guy, but he was a little bit older. He was one of those guys that you can't kick out. You call them lifers. So they just, they're going to work at the firm forever. Pretty much until they croak, they're just going to be there, just being a pain in the ass to everybody. He hated using a computer. He hate using the iPad. He hate any type of technology. He would write down his notes, and he wrote like a doctor. And, you know, that means just like all the shit was scrumbled up and just looked like bullshit, right? Shan, I shit you not. He would take a, a new Post-it, like not Post-it, no, but what do you call those, like the, um, like the little notepads. He would take a notepad at the end of the day, and, well, not the end of the day, probably like the middle of the day, and give it to his administrative assistant to transcribe what the fuck he wrote. And I'm like, like, you realize that even if you don't like writing, you don't like typing, there's platforms that will allow you to speak into a device and it will type the shit for you. Like, like your iPhone? <laughs> like your fucking iPhone. It, it's technology that makes shit so simple and people make shit so fucked up. And I understand there's things about technology I don't like, but you know what I do enjoy about being like future forward and like figuring out that technology is your friend is because it will save you a lot of fucking time. Um, when they offered me the, the MacBook and everything, I was like, oh shit, like I'm getting a MacBook. I was so psyched about it. But then when I, what I found out was like, there are programs that I was using, like that was so antiquated and outdated that there's a, there's a, I don't want to say an upgrade, but there's an easier process to this stuff. So I'm like, okay, if there's easier processes to already existing tech, just imagine working at a place where it's like, you could just tell your boss, like, you know, there's an easier way to do this. But bosses don't want to hear that. And the reason why I found out is because my, my boss used to go and tell me the shit that he wanted to do to make things more efficient. But it was his idea. And he didn't, like, he didn't understand the process of what we were already doing to make things better. So we had, like, say if they tell you, hey, if you got to file a document, right? Like, you would file a document the way that they told, like, how they trained you. But the more you do it, you find shortcuts. So 
when you go and you relate it to them, they're like, oh no, how about you? You know, just do it this way and there won't be any mistakes, there won't be any errors. I'm, and it's like, no, like, just trust me. Like the, the 10 steps that you think it takes to do something, we can do it in three, which means instead of it taking 15, 20 minutes of process, it can take five. And they're like, well, show. So I, I just, I feel like with work, you have that. Um, more importantly, when it comes to working from home, um, I'm not really big on small talk. Maybe it's the podcaster in me. Like I talk enough on here I and like on the platform. Like, when I'm talking to these people, I'm just like, yeah. they be like, hey, how's your day? I'm just like, dog, what's the account number? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. How, how's your kid? How's it? I'm like, yo, like she good. Like leave me alone. Like, like leave me alone. And the thing is, sometimes I do want to talk about that. So I don't want to be like completely shutting them off. But it's like, these aren't conversations that need to last 10, 15 minutes. They, they don't. They, they they don't at all. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to seem like, you know, the guy with all the bad news. But at some point, we have to start calling a thing a thing. Like, the, the office space isn't just to try to, like, socialize. Go get you some real fucking friends. Like, don't be at my desk for 15, 20 minutes. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here at 5 o'clock. I don't, Your friends I don't, not work unless y'all were friends before y'all got that job. Bingo. Bingo. I'm like, I need to put that shirt because this illusion of the district managers coming through today. Look at me. Fuck yep. them. Let me borrow yep. a dollar. Like, if exactly. I, I'm not in that mood. Let's be realistic and act like we're human beings and we got other shit going on outside of this job. I hate jobs that want to act like this job is your life. I hate jobs that talk about work-life balance. But when y'all have the meetings of what changes y'all are trying to do and be like, oh, you have a month. That's enough time for you to fuck you. You don't know my life. You don't know if I'm stretched to capacity of how I my day. Like, work-life balance has to be work-life balance and when yep. you get pushback is when they want to change some shit but how you have to go about your changes is not fast enough for them to have shit how they wanted to change it and that's where we're going to have a real discussion about the fact that you don't pay me enough to put other shit in place for the random yep. change you want to make so yep. Either I'm going to do it this way and I'm going to be that one person on your team that's doing it this way, or you don't have to have me on your team. Mm-hmm. I just get kind of, like, concerned. They only use the term work-life balance when people are stressed out. Like, you, you wouldn't need to work-life balance if Talk y'all would stop stressing people to fuck out. Like, y'all, like, work-life... This, yeah. this web for your health. Fuck yeah. you. Yo, they told us at, at the, the previous firm <laughs> about, like, work-life balance... You know what they try to give us? Headspace. They try to give us a fucking therapy app. I'm like, yo, how about just, you know, like, cl- including the medical benefits? Therapy. Y'all, y'all went the cheap route with that. So it's like, no, everything can't be, like, you're so cut and dry. Some things are, like, antiquated, but then there's some things that need a little bit of detail. But these jobs, the, the main thing I've always hated was they stress work-life balance, and then you get there and you realize, like, the only... Like, work-life balance is you getting a large volume of shit done so you can have the work uh, balance. Like, you have to find the work balance. It's not just readily there. They don't tell you they want, like, 
on yeah. your on you being exhausted, and that's what I'm talking about. Like I'm I'm gonna do an episode on this, but the loopholes that are in corporations, yep, for this to have the numbers that they have are the are the loopholes that are stressing people the fuck out. Are the loopholes that's just like, but we were paying them ninety thousand. Why did they leave? Because. Who the fuck wants to be mentally exhausted every day just because you're paying them an yep. amazing salary? Like, mm-hmm. health and the way people have to make a living coincides for a reason because it's not, it's no longer a stunt for me to be at a job and them compliment me because I'm doing yep. three people's job in a matter of 7.5 hours. I don't want to have to know. I got to wake mm-hmm. up at this time, drive here and come in this job and save you money because you don't have to pay out three people's salaries because I'm doing yep. three people work. That's fucking exhausting. That is the reason why I never took management positions at jobs because they're just looking for somebody to blame, to hold mm-hmm. shit on their back. No, when I leave here, I'm clocked out mentally. I'm clocked out physically. I'm clocked out emotionally. That person that had a breakdown at the front, none of my business. That person that did this with whatever product, none of my business. That person that fucked Mm -hmm. up the account and looking for me to fix it, none of my business. And today, what was really pissing me off is the fact that a lot of people I work with have no fucking common sense. And if you Mm -hmm. come to me because you have an issue and it's, it has a space for you to put your question and you put help, mm. bitch, I'm passing you off. Because you yeah. came in here wasting my time. That space for that question that you have is where you put the question. Don't put help. You end this conversation with me because you need help. Yeah. And it's shit like that that those people never get corrected or have a one-on-one with to be like, you know what, this dumb shit you've been doing for the past three months... It's really holding up other people from doing their job. We need you to stop or we need you to pack your shit and move along. And the more businesses and jobs and customer service won't check the fact that they have incompetent people working for them Mm -hmm. just to have this this position filled, you're going to have people that are great workers, great thinkers, great creators saying, fuck this job and fuck your salary. I'm going to go here. Yep. And for anybody who is going to say this, because there's going to be that guy or that person, they'll be like, oh, why don't you go into business for yourself? What if we already doing that? We, we just actually like having medical benefits and dental benefits and the ability to actually because have, that's you know. Because if you don't, they going to be like, you know what, because you didn't get health care from somebody and pay us hundreds of dollars each month and not use it. How about exactly. you pay for the person that's not working health care? Yep. The fuck? But but it's too much like, right, I just, I've gotten to the point now, it's like, the, the things you, you recognize and things you see, like, regardless of how you present them to other people, they're just going to have their thoughts and opinions on it, regardless of how ridiculous it might be when it comes to work. Like, I've told people about my job, and they might not see it because it doesn't resonate with them, but it's like, we all can agree to, like, certain, like, dynamics when it comes to work, work-life balance, obviously, like, you know, mm-hmm. benefits and stuff like all these things we can recognize and say the things we like and don't like. But when you are in a position where things can be improved on, there has to be a better process for just all employers, all jobs. Like, you know what? If people aren't happy and the turnover rate is this way, like 
there has to be a way to reach out to HR or reach out to your boss. But a lot of bosses, in my personal opinion, are pussy because they like, oh, like, then it makes, if you say that you're not happy with your job or your work, then it means that I'm not doing my job right. And it's like, well, okay, so you can say it to me. Say it to yeah, me. Yeah, stop making me about you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, that's why I've always thought, like, performance reviews were bullshit. I'm like, yo, like, you, you telling me, like, what, uh, I'm sorry, with a performance review, I can do really good around the time period we're having the reviews, and I get a positive review. But if you just don't fuck with me, if I have, like, a bad streak or something like that around the review, then guess what? Get a bad review. That That's bad. It, it's, it's just poor implementation to begin with. Um, I can be fully transparent because now I'm at a new employer. I can tell you this. They, I think I told you this uh, in November when we got the annual reviews. We got the annual reviews, and I found I'm like, oh, I got a $2,000 raise. Divide that by fucking, four, what, 24 checks because I got paid twice a month? This was bullshit. I was like, nah, I, I can't do nothing with that. What, what the fuck can I do with $2,000? And I'm like, oh. This be obvious that they on Twitter. I was on Twitter. It could have been this morning. I don't know. And this lady goes, my husband uh, retired today after giving 32 uh, years to this job, and they gave him pizza. <laughs> See? Exactly. Nigga, what? Do you, do you know how... Yo, I have no loyalty to these jobs no more. None, none. Yo, can you imagine like that? They like they would they would do little stupid shit at my job. I'm like, yo, there's no way they did this shit. Like our team, like you know how they have like admin professionals days and shit like that. They would forget that it was those days. They would for like um, Juneteenth or whatever. They put on the calendar observed instead of saying it was actually a fucking holiday. I'm like, what? what you observe or is it a fucking holiday? Like. It, like it can't be just like it has to be a holiday if it's a federal it's holiday. You know today's what? Yeah, what? yeah. Um, what is ring about today? Yo, shit. Like, like when I did my exit interview, I, I I wanted to say so much. But I was like, yo, in case like I I want to come back here or they offer me a job with more money, then you know, because you know they give you the whole the door is always open policy, right? But. It was little shit that I was like, I want to say it and I can't say it because it's so, it's so ridiculous. Like, the entire, like, how can I put it? Diversity and inclusion. A lot of these jobs, they discovered that term during, like, 2019, right? Yeah. If the diversity and inclusion committee is head by a white woman named Shannon, it's a fucking problem. Like, if... 80% of the diversity and inclusion and I get it like those type of teams aren't meant for black people but they should definitely be head by black people I shouldn't people, have to some people are in those positions but my thing is like I don't necessarily need it to be a black person either I need it to yeah. be to be someone who is outside the exactly um, culture diaspora it can be exactly. an Indian it can be someone from exactly. it could be someone from somewhere else to have the mental compassion from exactly. a different be like you know you could have just said yo your hair looks nice instead of saying well your hair wasn't long and red yesterday bitch exactly exactly <laughs> like it, it the things I could say it would actually piss most people off they'd be like damn great like you got you going kind of hard but it's like no it's it's certain shit that's common sense. You should be able to recognize it. And it's not because I recognize it. It's because it's, it's right out there. Like, white people should not be going and dictating, like, you know, or not even, I won't say sponsoring, but hosting 
like Black Lives Matter, uh, Black Lives Matter shit or Black History Month. I shouldn't also have to explain this shit. It should be very cut and dry. Like you know, I think all but, of these corporations need like a um, a webinar from Target. Yeah, like they they used to get mad at me at my job because they would have these like these uh quarterly like diversity meetings and stuff. I'm like, I'm not going to that. That's not for me. It's not. It's for y'all. The, the white people who work here, they gotta start going to these meetings to figure out like you know how to be more compassionate and shit like that. Because sometimes they don't they don't recognize that they're being passive aggressive or they don't recognize that their commentary makes no fucking sense. Like, you know, what my current job, love my current job. Um, and one of the pain points, not for our team, but for the, the others or whatever, like the other group is they want to cater to, you know, like a certain demographic, like the underserved communities, you know, like black and brown. Right. And I said this earlier, the, the top of the show, about that, yes, like, you know, when we talk about underserved communities, yes, we are talking about black and brown people as well, but the way that they present it is completely fucked up because they make it seem like, you know, black and brown people like Pookie from New Jack City, like everybody like fucking like 95 pounds and haven't eaten in years and shit. I'm like, yo, like, that, that's not how this shit works. And I I really wish that y'all would figure it out, have some type of authenticity to it. But it just, it, it felt disingenuous. So now I, I'm in the position to say these things because they, um, for like Black History Month, right? They were like, okay, where can we get our resources to see like where we can find out about like healthy eating and, you know, healthy recipes for, you know, black and brown communities that are underserved for like SNAP and stuff like that, right? They're going to like Essence.com. They don't, Essence, like, no. Like, that's like fucking going to BET trying to figure this out. This is like, the thing that with that. Why, when you think of blackness, you think of problems? Exactly. Uh, Why can't it, let's highlight all of the foods they love to eat? Let's highlight all of the ways they share joy. Let's highlight all of the ways they show up in our community and exactly. all of the things that they taught us how to do, exactly. like take back, like um, use natural herbs, holistic herbs to heal yourself exactly. instead of popping that Xanax like yeah. why is it find the picture of the seven year old in mm -hmm. Africa that is hungry yep. with a fly on it make sure the fly is like really clear like it mm -hmm. doesn't have to be that and a lot of times a lot of times what's so crazy is there's always a better way to go about some shit and not be so ignorant mm -hmm. ignorance yep. works both ways you i would rather somebody be rude and be ignorant and wrong than to mm -hmm. say all of the oh this is hr okay but i know you're being like passive aggressive and i think exactly. a lot of times how um people with no culture mm -hmm. he people from a different culture in spaces that they're not used to seeing them in like for instance mm -hmm. there was a, a tiktok that this black guy who rides horses um he was talking about his in interaction with this white lady at this place where they ride horses right and she mm -hmm. was like oh my gosh you're so tall and he was like yeah and she was like i've never seen a black man that's tall 
ride a horse so delicately. Like mm-hmm. most times when men ride horses, they ride like they're gay. See? And though he was like, he was like, in that part, I didn't know how to take it. And then it's like she kept snowballing it. And he, he was like, and then she said, you know, like when you ride the horse, you have so much grace. And it's kind of like, it's like watching a monkey go up and down. Sis, hard stop. Yep. He said when she said that, it was like, it, he felt like, are you waiting for me to react? Are you waiting for me to like blow up on you? And I feel like a lot of times of that fake nice shit, that fake compliment shit is them seeing like, how unhinged are they? How hood are they? How, we can take this outside of the parking lot, are they? And that shit is like, ooh. Ooh, today mm-hmm. might be the day. I wonder who gonna try me. <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, nah, it's so unnecessary. It's mm-hmm. so unnecessary. You could have just said you ride the horse very well. Bingo. Well, thank that you. Right there. And move the fuck on. That right there. But you know, it's life. Um, this was a good episode. Yeah, for sure. This was a good episode. Um, I appreciate y'all for coming in. Look, more people coming in. We about to go out. Of course. That's that's what he said. <laughs> Pull out. Um, this was Loudmouth Stereo. This is the first episode of season three. Uh, the next episode, episode two, will be just for subscribers on Red Circle Audio. And Greg and I will not be recording episode two on here. We will record that somewhere else. And have video footage of that episode and audio. So if you want to tune in, you can tune into Greg's YouTube channel once it posts. I'll let you know on Twitter or on IG or TikTok. Or you can check out Shan Pods on YouTube and I'll post it on there. But we're really trying to give y'all quality, give y'all another level of loudmouth this year. So that's why we're doing fewer shows, but more quality shows in in a different visual space. But I appreciate y'all for getting on here. Greg, you have anything to say? Yeah, ass better be there for the Zoom. Period. Peace. Peace, y'all.